And the sun can't stop us now. Impossible comes true. It's taking over you. Oh, this is the you greatest watch, You watched a good amount of the game, right? Did you watch the whole thing? I watched the whole thing. All right, so make sure you... What's going on, Buffalo? Thank you for joining us here at The Binge. I'm your host, AY, and as always, I am joined with my brother from another mother, Mr. Eric Graham. How are you, kiddo? I'm awesome, man. How's everybody doing? Doing pretty good. Everybody's healthy. It's that time of year. Everybody's starting to get a little worried about the weather and everything, but I would say everybody's happy for Halloween. And uh, ready Speaking to go out of that, candy. happy Halloween. Yeah. Everybody stay safe. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. Yeah. Be careful out there, ghosts and ghouls. Yep. So, you get a chance to watch this New York Jets game last week, my man? I did, and I was not super impressed, but you know what? A win is a win. Set it on our Facebook page. This is the National Football League, man, so winning any game is actually difficult. It was uh, it was one that easily could have been a trap game for the Bills coming in. Oh, it, looks like, it looked like a trap game. Yeah, it, it, and it could have gone bad really quick for the Bills. Tyler Bass, obviously the Lord and Savior of this game, Mr. MVP with a six for eight outing, kicking them field goals and winning us this game, buddy. Well, I guess it's the first time since like 1941 or 42 that a team won just kicking field goals. No kidding. Yeah. And know that. it's uh the f- I think the first time a team's won without punting and kicking field goals. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. So you know what? The offense protected the ball pretty well, I'd say. Yeah. Not not having a punt. They had the getting into field goal range. Bass. Got to be honest, man. He's got to be a little bit more consistent. I know that he came through and won us that game, but at the same time, he missed a big kick early on, missed another one shortly after that. Got to be more consistent. I said it on the Facebook page also. You know what, Graham? I would say you've been a tough critic this year of our Buffalo Bills, and I've been more of the the brother of this team. Yeah. I'm going to stick up for Mr. Tyler Bass, though, man, because he's he still made six for eight. I'm not knocking him. I'm just saying consistency might become an issue. It has been an issue this year. I will say him kicking from the right hash has been questionable all year. Right. And he always pushes it right, so hopefully they can figure that out come the playoff time so that way we can rely on him a little more. Yeah, I agree with you there. So, but, yeah, I got to say I was actually pretty impressed with the defense. I know this is an abysmal Jets offense coming into the game, an abysmal Jets team. They're trading everybody. Le'Veon Bell out the door. Uh, Quinn and Williams probably soon to be as well for any team looking for a defensive tackle. How do you feel the defense did going in and coming out of this game? Uh, I felt like the first half they were kind of in the same boat they've been in all year. They didn't look very good in the first half. The second half, they totally bounced back. Mm-hmm. They looked a lot better in the second half. Jerry Hughes having a good game, two sacks and an INT. Yeah, AFC Defensive Player of the Week also. Awesome for Jerry Hughes, man. It was good to see him back out there in his younger form, mm-hmm. it seemed like. It looked like that whole defensive line was trying to get into a rhythm. They found their mojo a little bit in this game. Again, I understand this is a abysmal Jets team, but putting your hands on the quarterback is a big part of winning games in the National Football League, and they did that seven times, and I'm sure they were in his face all day and swatting down some footballs. Yeah, speaking of swatting and grabbing snatching footballs, that Jerry Hughes interception was crazy. Yeah, wasn't it like tipped and then he just like it mysteriously ended up in his hands? Yeah, something? it just kind of fell into his lap, literally. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was cool. I was really happy to see that. But Dane Jackson, huge yeah. INT man. What a what a story he is, too. Yeah, good rookie pick coming into this year. Seventh round, I believe. I think he was actually our last pick. Was he not? I think so. I think you're right. To get the chance to play in the National Football League, obviously the Buffalo Bills have had plenty of injuries in the secondary this year. Linebacker core, we've talked about it plenty of times on here. This was a big opportunity for this young man, and he came through with that INT, had a few tackles, and really made an impression to Sean McDermott. Yeah, man, it was crazy. Um, Dane Jackson came out after this 
after the game and said, man, I'm meant to be here. It feels great. Mm-hmm. And that's what you want to hear from your players. You know, you're trying to create that identity, get them to love your system. And, you know, hopefully you can get guys on a rookie deal for a long time. Yeah, man. Dane Jackson. Great story. Proud of the kid. It was exciting to see him out there. Secondary looked a lot better this week. Linebacking core looked Micah better. Hyde had that hit too, man. Yeah, oh, dude, Micah Hyde destroyed that guy. Sadly, he's out. He's uh, questionable for this week's game against the New England Patriots with yep. concussion protocol. I mean, it was helmet to helmet, but do you think that that hit was at, like a legal hit? Yeah, it wasn't helmet to helmet. It looked at the, like a lot of people were saying that because he still hit him high, that it was kind of an illegal hit. It was because he was a defensive receiver. Right. But he, he got him clean, man. I mean, I don't know if it's because I'm a Bills fan or not, but I, I loved the dude, hit. I loved it. Having the stadium empty, you could hear every hit and how loud it actually is. Dude, yeah. he killed that guy. <laughs> killed him. I think, wasn't it Brashad Perriman? Yes. Yes, yeah. it was. Poor Brashad Perriman. The guy's probably in a coma still after that one. That was nuts. Mm-hmm. The defense looked great, though, allowing only 190 yards of total offense for the Jets. I mean, that's a good statement game. That's something that we expected as fans coming into this. Yep. Uh, we needed to see an upgrade on that side of the football field. And I know that this team isn't the greatest in the world, but you know what? It's still a, a, a solid outing for a team that needed a, a build back game. Well, I know last week you said you wanted to see the defense win the game for the Bills. Yeah. Do you feel like that they accomplished that? Yeah, I do think the defense came through in this game and and got the W for us. I know Josh Allen still had 300 yards passing. That was great, but we just couldn't get the six points. So relying on your kicker the whole entire game and your defense to keep it a low-scoring game, I mean, I I think the defense came through for the Bills this week. All right. All right. I see you. You see me? I see you. Another surprise performance I thought who did really well was Cole Beasley, 11 catches on 12 attempts, 112 yards, and he's really starting to – integrate himself into this offense and find his role since Stefan Diggs and John Brown, you know, have been on the outside. Yeah. They've been, they, they've slowed down a little bit on the outside. Yep. Cole Beasley the last three weeks is lighting it up. He is. I think Cole Beasley has like 22 catches over the last three weeks. Yeah. He's definitely been uh Josh Allen's outlet third downs, huge role there. I mean, you, you get him open. He's going to basically catch anything. Josh throws at. Oh, he gets open a lot, man. And he does. He really does. He's a shifty little dude. And they, there was a lot of people in the league when we got Cole Beasley that they said that he might be one of the better route runners because he's always got so much space in between him and the defender. Right. And for a guy who's 5'8", he is a shifty little guy, and it's 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 hard to keep up with those dudes because they can make cuts faster. Yeah, I agree so. with you, man. Cole Beasley's been looking great over the last three weeks. I'm expecting a big game from him against the Patriots. Yep. I mean, this is a strong secondary. That's probably their strongest point on that D at this you know stage of the NFL where we're at in week eight. I got to say, though, Ike Bodker gets to start at left guard. Were you surprised by that, or is that a move that you kind of saw coming? No, I saw it coming because he replaced Cody Ford when Cody Ford went down um, the week before mm-hmm. against the Chiefs. And yeah, the, the kid seemed like he held his own for most of the game. Yeah, Josh Allen, like I said, still had 300 yards passing, so obviously the offensive line did their part protecting him. I'm sure he still scrambled and everything a bunch. but Yeah, the offensive line throughout the whole year has done a pretty good job in pass protection for the most part. Josh Allen hasn't taken a lot of bad sacks except for the ones that he causes on his own yeah other than that the offensive lines looks pretty good the running game is where it's been struggling but zach moss had a career day last week yeah i think he had 46 yards on seven carries something like that yeah not a bad not a bad rookie not a bad outing at all but hey a win's a win graham you you hit the nail right on the head with that one going forward this was exactly what we thought as fans we were going to see other than the fact that the jets stayed in this uh we wanted a build back game from the defense tyler bass gets some consistency even though graham is still skeptical. T-Bash, good job. You got the W for the Bills. 
Uh, but going into this week, Graham, with the uh, New England Patriots, how excited are you to have this team finally in our in our arena ready to battle? I'm ready to go, man. I wish we could be there. I do, too. This game would be nuts to be at. Cam Newton coming to town for the first time as a Patriot. Belichick returning. It, it's yep. It's going to be an important game, man. And quite a bit's happened this week. We signed a new linebacker, Darren Lee. Been around the league a little bit. Got the New York Jets and Kansas City Chiefs under his belt. Yeah, former first-round pick, too. Mm-hmm. Very athletic guy. I remember watching him come out of the draft. Mel Kuyper said he's a sideline-to-sideline guy. Sounds like something we need in this defense. And yeah. I thought that was a, quite the upgrade in terms of depth at linebacker. Oh, yeah. I feel like he's going to be taking a lot of the snaps away from A.J. Klein. And Tyler Dodson. And, and Tyrell Dodson, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Tyrell Dotson. But I think that Darren Lee brings a different kind of specimen to this defense. Like I said, sideline to sideline with uh, Mel Kuyper's predictions coming out of the draft. And he was highly touted, one of the best linebackers in his draft class. Honestly, he's played pretty well through his career. I remember playing him in, against the Jets, man. Mm-hmm. He, he seems like he's in the backfield most plays. Yeah, so I'm excited to see how that works out. Hopefully he can be a better depth position for us because A.J. Klein and Tyrell Dotson have been struggling this year to, in the passing game specifically. And with Matt Milano continuously being on the injury on the injury list, it's definitely something we need to address either during the trade deadline or now, and they chose now with Darren Lee. Yeah, man, I, I think it's a great signing. I'm excited to see him in a Bills uniform. I'm pumped for that blue and white to be on his chest. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. We were all surprised last week that Quentin Spain was let go. Obviously, there was a plan in place for that. John Feliciano gets off the IR and uh, joins the Bills again after many thought he wouldn't be back until the playoffs. I'm pumped for this, man. Yeah. No, you have no idea how excited I am for John Feliciano to be back. This dude brings a whole different demeanor to this team, different dimension to the offensive line, a whole different mindset. Absolutely. I I remember back in the very beginning with the Buffalo binge, you were like, man, I'm really going to miss his tenacity up there. I really feel like he sets the emotion. He really sets the tone. And I was I was actually waiting all week to ask you that question about John Feliciano because I knew you were going to be happy about it. This guy is a mauler, man. I am so pumped to see him out there. I'm hoping that the running game is going to have a resurgence with him back up there up front. I think it will. Like you said in the last episode, he reminds you a lot of Richie Incognito except just not as crazy off the field. But I would say in between the line of scrimmage, man, and just and, as crazy and those sidelines, he's just as crazy. Oh, yeah. And that's exactly what we need. That's the kind of identity we need on that front seven to get going in the run game and start using that to benefit our passing game in the future. Well, it just shows me that we have now added depth at the offensive line on top of that because we got Brian Winters is probably going to be sitting behind him or moving to the left side with Cody Ford out. Mm-hmm. Mitch Morris, obviously, up still at center. Daryl Williams. Ty Saki, Deion Dawkins, Ike Bodker, all guys that have proven themselves in this league. And this offensive line is looking strong again. Hopefully that's exactly what they can be going forward against the Patriots because we're going to need everything we can get. I don't know if John Feliciano is going to be playing in this game. I just know that he was activated off of the injury. Well, he he was practicing for the last couple of weeks. Okay, so, so maybe he, he might be playing. back. Yeah, he's back. He's yeah, ready he's to go. Good. Back. Well, I hope that works out for the best for the Buffalo Bills offense because we need it. We got to get more dynamic. And get Motor and Zach Moss, you know, integrated into this offense to, you know, make it even that much better. Yeah. We, our passing game has been amazing. Uh, the growth of Josh Allen has been fun to watch to this point. And I got to ask, though, do you think that we get into this trade week here? We got Tuesday being the trade deadline. Do you see the Bills trading for anything? And if you if they do, what what is it you want? Is it somebody on offense, defense? It's defense for defense? me. I, I think I want an edge rusher of some kind. Some kind of an upgrade at, at defensive end would be great for me. Now, has AJ Epinesa been any bit of a surprise to you? Are you pretty happy with where he sits being our second round pick this year? 
Do you think he's shown some progression? Yes and no. I feel like there's plays that he's out there where you can see that he's just a rookie. It seems like his ability to read plays isn't quite there yet. He does a really good job of getting off blocks and getting into the backfield and getting after the quarterback, which is what I like about him. But the mental mistakes need to improve. Okay. I like his motor. I've been pretty impressed with his motor. I thought he brings a different level of tenacity. He looks a little smaller than most of the guys in our D-line, but I don't know if that's just because... Honestly, I think he's almost the same size as Matt Milano out there. Really? Look at, looking at him and looking at Matt Milano out there at the yeah. same time, they look pretty similar in size. Yeah, and he's pretty quick. I like how he chases down ball carriers till the play's over. He plays in between the whistles. I, I just like everything about that with him. But I'm, I'm right there with you with the mental mistakes. I feel like he's made quite a bit this year. Uh, I do think, though, that Trent Murphy is going to be traded before the trade deadline. I hope so, man. It'd be nice to get his his number off the cap. Whether it's a pick or you know another yeah, player, any, any position player. I know it's dumb to trade a defensive end for a defensive end, but I'd like to see a premier pass rusher come to this team. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen a defensive tackle that has made a difference like Sam Adams. Sam Adams was my player growing up. You know, a lot of people had Bruce Smith and like our parents were watching them. But Sam Adams was such a difference maker in the run game. Like he had a physical presence that you notice on just about right. every single play. That's what I miss in Buffalo right now. I, I'm hoping if we do make a trade, it's for somebody who's got the impact to disrupt just about every play being snapped. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I think that's why I want an edge rusher. You want the edge. I want the inside. You want the edge. Yeah. Personally, I feel like we need to stop the run game, especially in the playoffs. Teams get very, very specific with their game plans. It's almost like down to the play they have going in into the game. They have their whole entire game written out pretty much. And I know sometimes you got to get, you know, offhand and go on the fly, but we're going to need a defense that can stop the run in the playoffs. Yeah, I agree with you there. Uh, I can't I definitely can't argue with that. I just feel like the passing game in today's NFL is so prevalent Mm -hmm. that you have to have a premier pass rusher to be competitive on defense. Coming into week eight, the Patriots are ahead of the Buffalo Bills the last three years. Six and oh against Sean McDermott. He's coming in here looking for his first one. I think he's got Billy B, man. I think he's got it. He's got it against possibly the worst Patriots team we've seen in 20 years. Yeah. And I, I, th- I think that's pretty accurate to say, man. And it, it takes me back to the time when, you know, Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott were interviewed. They were like, you know, we're kind of disappointed. Tom Brady decided to leave New England because then they thought that they weren't beating the best in the biz. And they wanted to make a difference in the AFC East this year by beating the best because they didn't want to have that asterisk by them. Right. But you know what, man? Time's come and go. Brady's going to retire eventually. Yep. And whether you beat the best or you don't beat the best, wins in, wins count more than who you play. Right. Totally agree. The injuries coming into this game, New England is going to be without Nikhil Harry, Julian Edelman, and Carl Davis, defensive tackle. The Buffalo Bills are definitely without Cody Ford and Josh Norman, but both teams have quite a bit of guys on the questionable list. We got 11 for New England and seven for Buffalo. Is there any there that you're concerned that might not play for us? Well, not that might not play. I guess Micah Hyde being the one that I'm concerned might not play, but you know what? Jordan Poyer's got that. Dean Marlowe will step up. He's been in this system for a long time. Jaquan Johnson, young Saran guy, Neal. Saran Neal, both guys that have, uh, can come in and fill the, the void. Yeah. Guy I'm really excited coming back, though, Levi Wallace. Just activated from IR yesterday. Cam Lewis goes to IR, and I think that this secondary is the best that it can be at the moment. Really? Because I remember you saying something. You didn't like Levi Wallace, and you were hoping Josh Norman took his... Uh, Josh Norman's out. 
Yeah, I know Josh Norman's out, but if it was Josh Norman and Levi Wallace healthy, who are you taking? That's I'm taking Josh Norman, but I'm saying Josh Norman's out, so this defense is in the best position it can be right now. Happy Levi Wallace is back. Never thought I'd hear those words come out of your well, mouth, Grant. Honestly, we've been kind of missing Levi Wallace since he's been hurt. Yeah, I think he's better than people give him credit for. He just gets targeted oh, abs- 14 ab- times a absolutely. game. Absolutely. I, I don't argue that at all. I think he's better <laughs> than most people think he is, but Josh Norman just brings a different presence to this defense, and you have admitted that. You've seen it out there on the field. I've seen it, but then I've also seen him get stiff-armed by Derrick Henry like he was the toddler The whole league cookies. gets stiff-armed by Derrick Henry. <laughs> Let's be fair, okay? I agree. I agree. All right, so New England, Buffalo, what is it we need to do to win this game, Graham? Uh, you want to start on offense, defense. I know that this Patriots offense is nothing like it used to be with Tom Brady. One of the worst passing teams in the league. They're fourth in the rushing attempts. Sounds like you're going towards defense and not even leaving it up to me. So well, let's go. You know what? Defense. I'm sorry. I just got, I had to go there because something that's kind of been irking me was everybody compared Josh Allen to Cam Newton as soon as Cam Newton was signed by New England saying that. This, we did too. Yeah, we did too. But the whole league was basically saying, oh, former MVP going to come in here, lock up the AFC East. Patriots are going to be just fine post Tom Brady. Cam Newton can get the job done. He's one of the best quarterbacks they could have had. Right. While, meanwhile, most of those people were also like saying Cam Newton doesn't have it anymore while he was in Carolina. Right. So this just shows that the media is so two-faced. As soon as he goes to New England, he's automatically the savior. Yep. He clearly is not. No. The first couple games, they looked like a different team that was going to be successful, but it it just looks like a lot of teams have figured out their style and have found ways to get in Cam Newton's face because this guy's not throwing very well at all. No, he's only got like two touchdowns and like what, like 11 or He's He's got two touchdowns and seven interceptions this year. That's bad, man. Yeah, but it's a weird stat, though, because he still does have the 67% completion percentage, but still, uh, this New England offense is struggling. I think our defense is going to have to stack the box and make them become a passing team to win this Agreed, game. Agreed, man. And a crazy stat that I read is that the Patriots receivers are only getting open 13% of the time. Yeah. That reminds me of when Josh Allen was in his rookie season here in Buffalo. The receiving core just can't get open. Right. And, and now you're without Nikhil Harry and Julian Edelman, easily your top two wide receivers. So yes. it's definitely something that the Patriots are going to have to come up with some type of game plan here to get guys in space short, quick, and fast, which is exactly what I'm expecting. I think our defense needs to be ready for the screen game this week. Yeah, It needs to be ready for the option. I personally believe they're going to be running the hell out of Cam Newton this game. I agree with you, man. Him, Sonny Michelle, Rex Burkhead are going to be guys that we're going to be keying on for the whole game. Not really too concerned with the tight end position. The tight end position is zero touchdowns for the season. Which has probably been the Bills' biggest weak spot in terms of passing defense yeah the, covering that tight end it's either we cover them great or like darren waller and tyler higby and all them they just come in here and tear us up well tyler higby really didn't tear us up mostly darren waller and mike gusecki yeah but it's and travis kelsey and travis kelsey Be, but that's where we've missed matt milano he again is questionable for this game which hopefully that's when Darren Lee or AJ Klein gets a fire under his butt because of the signing of Darren Lee. I don't, really think, I don't think Darren Lee's able to play this week because of the quarantining. Oh, that's right. That's right. So I guess it's either AJ Klein or Tyrell Dotson if Matt Milano's out and hopefully they can get that fire lit, man, because we need him. We need him back. Yeah. yeah, Matt Milano needs to stay healthy, man. That's the biggest problem right now in this defense, other than Tremaine Edmonds not playing up to his ability, whether he's hurt or it's mental or 
whatever is going on with him, that he just doesn't seem like the same player this year. Right. If you were Bill Belichick, where would you say our weakest point is in our defense right now? How do you think Bill Belichick is going to be attacking us? Oh, through the run for sure. Yeah. For sure, through the run and then play action plays like th- that's just been our weakness all year. The play action and, and rollouts and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, Jared Goff tore us apart with the Rams using that p- play action rollout, and I think that's what they're going to do for Cam Newton if they decide to pass. And, in and this so game. did Tannehill. Yeah. And Derek Carr. Yeah. So it's definitely been something that the defense needs to address. We've been injured all year. I think being five and two in this position coming into week eight is a good position for what we've been through injury wise. Yeah, I agree with you 100 percent on that, man. Mm -hmm. And this week is going to be a hard nosed week for the defense. Absolutely. So our defense actually comes in here. 15th overall in opponents points per game, which is right in the middle of the road. I think we're only a couple games off of finding ourselves again, though, man, and becoming a defensive presence in this league. Well, I think last week was a big step towards that with the Jets, even though, like you said, the Jets, the offense is just pitiful. New England comes in at only 12th in the same category. Yeah. So their defense has been pretty much the same as ours. I mean, that's probably like two points difference between the two of them. Right. If that. Might even be point something, but definitely a game where the coaches have had to deal with adversity all year, and now they're going to be game planning against you know the mastermind of Bill Belichick. And I think that although they just got whomped thirty three to six against San Francisco, this isn't a team that's just going to come in here and let you beat them. So our defense has to show up and stop this rushing game of the New England Patriots, which sits at fourth in the league. So the, the the rushing attempts are going to be there. They've run against teams who are already good at the run, and the Bills come in really unproven in that aspect. Right. So hopefully it's something where we can stop them, stack the box, and make Cam Newton throw. Well, you know what's nice, too? It's an AFC divisional game. We're obviously at the top of the AFC East. Patriots are number three. This is a big game. And I also think it'd be kind of weird for Bill Belichick to start Cam Newton in a way because he's going up against the GM who was there when he was drafted and a head coach who was the defensive coordinator for the Carolina Panthers basically the whole time Cam was there. So, I think he's still your best opportunity to win a game though. I don't I don't think Jared Steedham has it. No. No. Sean McDermott knows Cam Newton better than anybody weaknesses, strong points, but we'll see how the defense holds up. Let's get into the offense here. Do you think Josh Allen is going to be able to throw for 300 yards again against this Patriot defense? Yes. You do? Yes. Especially if John Brown's back, which I think you said you heard some speculation he is coming back. Yes, he is supposed to be back for this game, which is really exciting news because Beasley's going to have a huge day. Yep. Stephon Diggs is obviously going to get his. Gabe Davis is going to play a big role. I know I was really, really, really wrong about Gabe Davis having a mm-hmm. career game last week. Sorry about that. 150 yards. Two I said touchdowns. 125. <laughs> two touchdowns. <laughs> but no, I definitely agree. If John Brown is back in the game, this wide receiver core is one of the best in the league. I like how Josh Allen has made it a point to keep Stefan Diggs fresh in this you know, system and this scheme, getting him early, quick looks, getting him hot fast. And I, I just expect the same right out of the gate. I don't care who's on him. I think Steph Diggs can outrun in the route tree just about anybody in the league. Oh, I agree. And there are rumors flying around that they're trying to trade Stephon Gilmore. Right. I guess it's going to be a dumpster fire if the Patriots lose this game. Yeah. They're going to get ready to dump out some cap and make some big moves and probably make a push for Trevor Lawrence if they stay two and six coming out of this. Yeah, I I can't argue with that at all, man. I think Trevor Lawrence has already come out and said that he's not coming into the draft. If the Jets have the first overall pick, I think if the Patriots do, he'd probably consider that. Yeah, absolutely. You get to play with the greatest coach of all time, Bill Belichick, greatest franchise in the history of the game, Uh, which pains me to say. 
but it's the truth. And you got to accept that as a football fan in this reality. They still don't have the best fans in the NFL. No, they I don't. I will that's say the, that. Bill's Mafia, you're the best. That's Love the you guys. one thing we're lacking. Oh, did you actually see that the Pagulas dropped some uh, clothing lines for the new Bill's Mafia? No, I have not looked into it at all. I, I heard about it, but I haven't looked at any of what they're offering. Yeah, they, they have like 10 items up there. Sweatshirts, shirts, hats. Stuff they look like cool. That. Yeah, they look great, you know. Not the same as I'm skeptical still. You know? Yeah, I feel, uh, I feel you there. It's one of those things. Uh, but if John Feliciano is back, you know, talking about the offense, do you think maybe we get over 100 yards rushing without using Josh Allen? <laughs> without Josh Allen? I don't know. Yeah. Based on what they've been doing all year, I think it's going to be hard to see a 100 yard, 100 yard rusher from either of our running backs. Right. I agree. Either way, that offensive line is going to be an upgrade of what it was last week with the addition of John Feliciano. The Buffalo Bills come in this week sixth in the league in pass yards per game. I'm excited to see the ball fly. I just want to see a little bit more of the run game you know, implemented to get our play action going because Josh Allen is good on his feet. So let's get him some space in those play action rollouts. Get teams thinking in all different directions. Here. Yeah, I agree with you 100% on that, man. Josh Allen has been on fire this year. The guy looks really good. Most weeks, I think this is the week where he's going to really, really show up and, and put out. I think he needs to because he always says that the one game that changed his career was when he threw three interceptions against the Patriots way back when he when he first started with Buffalo. Right. So hopefully you can come out here and outmaster the mastermind Bill Belichick. Hopefully Leslie Frazier finds out a way to get our guys in the backfield. Sean McDermott keeps our dudes confident at halftime and they come out in a hot third quarter. What's the biggest key to the game to get a W here, Graham? Biggest key to the game is playing well in the third quarter, which you just brought up. The Bills have not scored more than seven points in the th- third quarter all year, mm-hmm. which is bad. It is terrible. Yeah, and they've get. I think they've been outscored in the third quarter by ten or fifteen or ten or fourteen throughout the whole year oh, so far. Yeah. I've seen teams hold the ball for just about the whole entire quarter in the third <laughs> against the Bills. Right. That's a big reason why our defense is probably getting lackadaisical if they're on the field a lot in the second half, which is when the game matters most, then that's a problem. So hopefully the Bills can figure that out and figure out a way to put their foot on the gas come third quarter. So I I have a question for you. Do you think Stephon Diggs is going over 100 yards receiving for this game? I don't. I think this is Cole Beasley's game right here. If if any receiver goes off, it's going to be Cole. Stephon Gilmore is going to be following around Steph Diggs all game long. Josh Allen isn't going to force it, but he'll get his. I think I think Steph Diggs ends up with like 50, 60 yards in this, in okay. this okay. matchup. So do you think that we're getting away with any interceptions or any turnovers at all in this game? The Patriots have lost the ball 14 times this year, which is really uncharacteristic of them under Belichick. Absolutely is. And usually he's the kind of head coach where if you fumble or if you throw an interception, you're out. That's what took place with Cam Newton. We've seen James White come out. We've seen a lot of good running backs. Steven Ridley, a lot of guys in New England get cut, not cut, but you know, put on the bench. And if it does continue that they keep fumbling, they do get cut. I mean, Bill Belichick right. is huge on turnovers. That's a great stat. I think we come away with at least one, whether it be a fumble or an interception, our defense, you know, we looked really good against the Jets and we were supposed to, right. but our defense was flying around. We were getting to the ball quickly. We were attacking the ball. That If we do that, I feel like we could get it a, a turnover every game. Honestly, man, I think this is the week where you need to start padding those stats for turnovers because the Patriots haven't done a good job at protecting the ball this year. I'm saying we're coming away with three turnovers in this game. This is a team coming off of a terrible win. They've never lost like this at home since I remember Belichick being there. This team is struggling right now. Yeah. They're not used to this type of style of football. They're 
They're not used to being where they're at third in the division. They're not even used to being below 500. This is a a learning point for all these guys in this locker room. This is a a great moment for the Bills to come out here and make the statement, we're the kings of the AFC East. You're in our house. It's time for us to take over the reign. Yeah, they really need to step on the Patriots' throats and just just kill them. Don't let up. Just sweep the leg, Johnny. I remember Bill Belichick ran up 52 points on us not too long ago, probably 10 eight years ago. And since that day, I've wanted us to be able to do it. So if we have the chance to just wreck this team, I want them to know we're the kings of the AFC East. All right. What what are you seeing for a score for this game? In in a perfect world, my perfect world, I'm thinking like 48 to 20. Okay. Realistic score then. Realistic score, probably 21-13. Okay. I'm going to go higher. Uh I'm going to say that this offense just dominates this game. 35 to 10. Oh, wow. All right. I'm saying blowout victory for the Bills. And let's I, do this. Yeah, let's do this. Let's take it. Now, let's take the East. I have a little proposition for you, a small bet, as it were. Okay. I will bet you $20 that Cam Newton gets benched in the third quarter. You think we're going to get Cam Newton benched? Yes. For 20 bucks. Yes. Bet. 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 You, you heard it here, folks. You heard it. <laughs> we're going to start doing weekly bets. We want you guys to show us what you're thinking, what kind of bets we can make with each other, who's going to win the most money. I want to know who you guys think is going to win the most money at the end of the season. And, and also, guys, make sure you're still hitting us up at the Buffalo Binge Facebook page. You guys have been doing a great job there. Over 350 likes on the page. You guys are awesome. We love you all. Make sure you're tuning into the Woodbine Sports Podcast every Wednesday with AY, Greg, and myself. I haven't been on there in a few weeks. I've been slacking. I apologize. But you know what? Life goes on. Life goes on. We're we're doing the best we can with the situation we've got. Again, if you have any Giants fans, make sure you send them on over to Giantsology with our boy Greg and Diego. They do a great job. Also, I just want to say be safe tomorrow. Happy Halloween. Hope you guys are not too hungover to watch this game today. But you know what? Hair of the dog. Yeah. Wake up. Get ready. Drink your coffee. Put on that red, white, and blue. Smash some tables. Eat some good food. And Have stay a shower safe. beer. You know what I'm saying? Stay yeah. safe out there, people. Thank you again for joining us here on The Binge. And as always, Binge, binge on. on.